Welcome back, listeners. My name is Jackson Vickery, and I am the host and producer of the JV Club podcast. On this episode, I spoke to hair department head for Priscilla, Cleona Fury. Fury is an Emmy and Hollywood Makeup Artist and Hairstylist Guild Award nominee. And you can listen to our previous episode with Cleona and Joanne McNeil, where we chatted about Nightmare Alley back in the archives. Priscilla stars Kaylee Spaney and Jacob Alordi. I'm great. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you. <laughs> and for such an exciting project. I'm I'm ecstatic about it. I'm so honored that I got to work on this film with Sophia. Yes, I have to hear the story about how this came to be. <laughs> well, I got a text from the costume designer, mm. Stacy Batat, who I actually didn't know. Um, I'd heard of her, but I I didn't know. And I received this text. And next thing I knew, I was reading the name Sophia Coppola. And there was no question. (laughs) Sure. Put me, get me on board. And the next thing I knew, I was in a Zoom meeting with Sophia to meet her and discuss, you know, how I would approach the hair looks and creating the, the designs. And it went really well. And I think I was on the same page with Sophia and the rest is history. (laughs) Mm, But a a wonderful history, I can just imagine. Um, And I mean, what what sort of things did you bring to the table for that first Zoom in terms of um, what your research had looked like in regards to to Priscilla, to Elvis, to um, the entire sort of... um, Presley family what sort of what was your interpretation in terms of uh in terms of this sort of American dynasty um my interpretation was that I my approach I wanted to be organic about my approach I didn't want to imitate Priscilla and Elvis but I wanted to respect historical accuracy so there's obviously points in the script that I had read where there are iconic historical moments in the script so I knew I had to somewhat try to match those looks but I didn't want to do an impersonation in any way or have it come off cosplay and Sophia said the exact same thing Um, I felt that it had there was no way to do it with Kaylee without wigs all wigs um, I wanted to ch- take her hair look and and transition it and put it on a little bit of a journey. And Sophia asked us to show time passage with the hair and the makeup and the costumes. So that's what we did. Um, a lot of moments in the in the film, you know where you are somewhat by the costumes, the hair and the makeup, what stage Priscilla's in in her life. So um, I I think I just felt intuitively with Sophia that I could 
give her what she was looking for. I guess I felt like we were on the same page and it definitely worked out that way. Mm. And what fascinated you just about Priscilla, um, the, the, I mean, the icon, but also just the, the human figure. What fascinated me is Priscilla is an icon for many things. One of them being her hair <laughs> and her look, you know, her glamour, her, her beautiful feminine bouffant, classy signature look. But she's just a girl at the same time. And that's how I saw it. So when we show her in Germany at 14, even going to a little older when even when she colors her hair black, I wanted to show that she's just a girl and then mm. show the evolution into the womanhood and um, her glam, you know, evolution. <laughs> but um, I think that there's something about Priscilla that every woman can relate to, to be honest with you. Mm. Being in a relationship like that, I don't know that every woman can relate to that, but every woman can relate to having a partner and they they want to impress that that their their whole world is absorbed by and they lose themselves a little bit in that and i i'm just curious i mean i mean the i love the the scene in the film where she does have that sort of change of hair moment and it and the color comes in and it's sort of that rebellious moment and I, I am curious about sort of the, the passage of time with the hair and what, what that looked like um, for you. And I mean, just from the scope of the project. Well, I, I used five wigs. I, I narrowed it down after creating these hair boards and doing all my research, knowing which moments I had to really hit that were iconic and then figuring where I could take a little creative license. Um, the film is more about private moments between them, not the big glitz and glamour stage life. So there were a lot of moments that they weren't, there's no photographs of them. So I tried to imagine what did Priscilla look like when she went to school? What, what would she have looked like in the house in her pajamas? But I purposely put her in um I took a little creative license with her first wig the 14 year old young Germany look when she's in Germany her hair I made her a little bit lighter in color than Priscilla actually was because I felt it worked for Kaylee and we put that in a ponytail to pull off the, the young look and then her hair kind of evolves as time goes on, as her little journey arcs, her hair does, it gets longer and bigger and the colors get richer and the hair gets longer and it gets more bouffant, but then it tames back down to 1972 when she leaves Elvis. So there's a bit of an arc there. And I was mm. able to do that with five different wigs. And talk to me about working with Kaylee. I mean, what what a talent what a i mean just an absolute gem on the screen and um just from what i've seen from the press i mean it's, i mean she's just a a superstar i mean what was it like working with her it was absolutely natural working with her it's like working with your sister or something honestly kaylee is so 
she has this mix of being so grounded, stable and focused and serious. And at the same time, laughing her head off and having a good giggle. So we just had a great alchemy and we, she trusted me and, and, and we definitely discussed looks together and I wanted to make sure she was okay with my approach. And we seemed to be in agreement on a lot of things, but it was a tough shoot because it was 30 days. So given that we don't shoot in sequence, she was sometimes in five wigs a day. <laughs> and I know her costume, Stacy Batat had 120 to 130 costume changes for her. It wasn't an easy job for us. And it was rush, rush, rush. She was in many looks a day. So um, we were together a lot, very closely. And never once did I feel drained by her. Never once did I feel like I needed to get away from her. You know, you're touching someone all day. You're in their energy. And it, it can be a very personal thing. And it we just have this beautiful alchemy so I'm so proud of her that she's getting, um, you know, the accolades that she's getting, winning these nominations and awards. I'm so proud of her. And she's definitely one of those actors that'll be around a long time, I think. Mm, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we we can't leave out Elvis, obviously, with oh. um, Jacob. And, and I have I'm to add this. Sorry, can I just add this? I'm so sorry yeah. to interrupt you. She gets the lot, the... Um, the Golden Lion Award at Venice and gets her moment in the sun and actually names Stacy, Joanne and I and thanks yeah. us for your speech. I was completely honored and blown away by that. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember hearing that from her. That was, I mean, that's so beautiful when, I mean, when actors and actresses just, I mean, call out, I mean, just the crafts yeah. people that, I mean, are working with them for, I mean, literally. Yeah, really hurt. generous of her. I really appreciated that. Yeah, no, that was a beautiful moment. And, um, but yeah, to, I mean, hopping into, I mean, Elvis, I mean, uh, I obviously there's probably a similar sort of, um, n well, not arc for <laughs> that. <laughs> that's not true in terms of <laughs> the way his uh, life unfolds. But it, in terms of the journey that he's having with, um, Obviously, it's going through multiple stages. So I'm just curious how how that um, approach came into play. And I'm also just curious if there was anything in um, the book that you were able to glean that maybe Priscilla was able to describe about Elvis and his hair and his facade and his being that you were able to sort of incorporate into, into the look. No, I I pretty much respected um, the research that I'd found on him, but if anything, went a little tamer um, because we weren't showing all this on stage and we weren't doing that big quiff and we weren't, the movie wasn't focused about him, actually. It was about Priscilla and her journey and their private moments. And in looking at Super 8 home movies, which was a lot of my research of Elvis and Priscilla at Graceland, his hair was actually quite tame um, at home. And <clears throat> we definitely respected the color of it and length of it at certain times in his life. And Joanne did the same with the sideburns, which the sideburns had an arc. His sideburns grow bigger and bigger as time goes on. 
Um, but I, what my um, objective was, something I really wanted to do was make sure that in Germany, he had more of a brown hair color and then show that transition to the black because Alphys's hair actually naturally was nowhere near black. It was actually kind of a dark blonde. And um, in Germany, his hair was more brown and he he did color it often before and after that point. But I wanted to show a little bit of a transition in his look to go from brown to black. Now he's doing his movies and he's performing. So his hair was jet, jet black. And we used um, three different wig pieces to change the color and the length. And you see his hair get longer and fuller as he gets to the 70s, as well as his sideburns getting bigger. <laughs> Um, and I mean, also, I mean, talk about um, Jacob Elordi. I mean, what another sort of charismatic figure. And um, I'm just, I'm curious what it was like working with him as well, too. To be honest, same as Kaylee, completely grounded, uh, very real person, very humble, talks to his mom every day. You know, he'd be on uh, FaceTime or whatnot with his mom while I'd be putting his wig on very relaxed, uh, kind person, talks to everybody. Um, he he was incredible. And he's, he, I think he nailed it. I, his, the voice he did and, and his acting, I just think he's an incredibly talented artist. Um, he's very famous and a lot of people know who he is and he walks in the trailer like he's your little brother mm. <laughs> with his dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. I mean, obviously you've worked with Joanne so many times and I'm just, I'm, I, uh, and I love your relationship that you two have. And I'm just curious, I mean, going into a project like this, I mean, obviously you guys have worked on all different scales of movies and covering different genres. And I mean, all of this, but I mean, when it comes to something like this, where, how did you two come together to, I mean, sort of create the figures that we we get on screen? Um, and I mean, did your past experience of working together so um, closely, I mean, help with this process, um, or was it um, was it like starting anew? I guess. I think our past relationship certainly helped. I don't know if I could have done this so well with someone I didn't know, or, you know, had we have a level of comfort with each other and um, we bounce off each other. Joanne and I were in different countries when we started prep. So I can't tell you how many Zoom meetings we had together, just her and I making decisions and saying, well, I want to show this at this point in the story. And, and I would say, yes, I want to get this in there. And, and we had things that we both wanted to express and we made sure we both, we collaborated together and that we went together with Stacy, the costume designer and presented to Sophia, our combined, you know, opinions and designs and things. So we bounced off each other a lot. And um, it, 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 like I said, Kaylee, Joanne and I were together, joined at the hip nonstop every day. 
Kaylee was in pretty much every scene of the film. She never had a moment to herself. I don't even know if she had a day off. She may have had one. That's not very much. <laughs> um, so we just had this beautiful alchemy. And I don't know if I could have done that with somebody that I don't, that I haven't worked with before, you know. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, it's interesting that you say, I mean, that she never had a day off or never had a, and was always omnipresent because I mean, that is Priscilla like to a T in terms of never being able to to turn off or to be, I mean, even though Elvis is gone and she can sort of rest, she can't really rest. So I I, I think that's fascinating to sort of do the, um, and it's probably even more, um, I mean, more, uh, I don't know, more difficult to just be in those quiet moments by yourself all of the time um, to, instead of being with someone at, at every second. So I, I, I found that to be an absolutely interesting um, sort of uh, compare and contrast in the film that, um, that I just thought was so well done. Yeah. And I'm, in our final just few minutes, I'm curious for for you. I mean, obviously we we aren't getting the. I mean, we are getting the public Priscilla, but in terms of the private Priscilla that we get, I mean, was there a quintessential look for you that was like, oh, this is like this is Priscilla? Yes, one look that I knew I wanted to get in that film on Kaylee was there's a look of Priscilla in the late 60s where she's in a car and she has flowers in her hair. It's very booth. It's an iconic photo of her kind of looking out of this car. I wanted that look in the movie and that we didn't do, we didn't shoot that moment, but I put it in the movie. <laughs> and um, Stacey Patat was able to give me some embellishments from her costume and Joe decided to go nuts with the makeup because the eye makeup was very heavy for that look. That was a quintessential look that I really just was stubborn about that, that had to be in it. And Sophia loved it and it went really well and it's all over the internet right now. So I'm glad I did it. Kaylee yeah. wore, I knew Kaylee could pull that look off really well. Mm. And then, I mean, final question for you. I mean, what do you hope, well, I mean, what do you take away from working on this project? And then, I mean, what do you hope that um, audiences ultimately take away from, from Priscilla? Oh, gosh. I think as a female, I hope that people see her as a human being and that she's also just a girl. And to see him as a human being, you know, he Elvis is this major superstar icon that everybody loves and there's never been anyone like him uh, with the music but he was also a flawed human being like the rest of us and I don't think anything's meant to attack him in any way it's it's her experience and I think a lot of females can relate to that it's, it's some part of the story and and just that they're both human beings mm, absolutely and I mean it's a, I mean from my perspective, it definitely comes through in, in that film and just being being able to see it at New York Film Festival with that crowd. I mean, they were obviously just 
swept away by everything that was happening. So um, I it was a, a job well done by you, um, as every job yeah. that you do. Um, <laughs> Thanks. But, but I want to thank you so much for, for chatting with me today. It's nice to see you again. And thank you for the interview. Thank you for tuning into this episode. This podcast was hosted and produced by yours truly, Jackson Vickery. But a very special thank you to Sterling Gavinsky for the theme music and to Carly Haney for the artwork. We will see you next time.